0: Tim Rosenthal, how about them Boston Bruins? Tim, what are your thoughts on the 4-0 win over the Wild last night? Yeah, they look pretty good, and even though they had a couple lucky bounces here and there, but Chikaraska's first shutout is, uh, well, I've never seen a goal get deflected off a chest before, like Jake DeBras did, so that's the first, I think, for anyone, even Patrice Bergeron, even though he's seen goals come out and all crazy bounces there, here and there, but... Five in a row for them, and they're getting healthier at the right time. And I think uh, sooner rather than later, maybe even today, we'll see Charlie McAvoy on the ice for practice.
1: So McAvoy is starting. I I read somewhere that he's starting to practice. So uh, that's got to be good news.
0: Yes, he was um, on the ice for a couple days before uh, practice. On uh, Monday he was out for about 45 minutes. and conditioning and the same uh, on Tuesday, right before the morning skate. So, uh, I think uh, that's a couple days of progress. Bruce Cassidy expects them to practice today. They're on the ice here at uh, Warrior Ice Arena in Brighton at 11.30. 30, and um, we'll wait and
1: see. Uh, yeah, a nice win last night, five in a row. Um, a real uptick, I think, with people coming back. It's given the team a lift.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think. Uh, This four game run that he's been on is uh, probably his best run of the season so far. And even though he's played pretty well for the most part since he's come back from that personal absence in November, I'm glad that's taken care of, whoever that is, at least reportedly. But at the same time, you could tell in his games that he's more dialed in, he's more um, focused, and I think uh, he's showing as a result. Uh,
1: So, are you thinking if McAvoy comes back, who who's the odd man out?
0: I think we're going to look at John Mora. I think I said this probably about um, last week when he asked me this, but um, it's really a uh, tough decision for Bruce Cassidy here. You have uh, all six team have been playing pretty well for the most part. I mean, yes, there's going to be some missed assignments here and there. I'm like you saw with Moore in the winter class, Moore and Krug in the winter classic, for that matter. But, I think uh, it's pretty hard. It would either come down to John Moore or Matt Grizzlick. I think it's pretty hard to keep look out the lineup at this point. I think he's been one of the more well-rounded defensemen the Burns lineup this year when healthy, and um, it, 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 so I could see him staying as uh, a second or third pairing defenseman as well. And but so but at the same time, you you want to see what you have with your ideal lineup. I think that. By far is their ideal lineup right now, keeping Grizzlik again. Not that Moore is not ideal. I think he's been playing all right for the most part, even though he's had to adjust uh, between systems in New Jersey, what's more of a man-to-man system defensively. And uh, the Bruins are a little bit more layered, play a little bit more zone-to-end adjustments there. But I don't think he's um, adjusted poorly at all to that. So it's going to be very, very tough and very, very interesting to see what Cassidy does here.
1: Yeah, I thought, uh, we, we talked about it all, maybe on the air uh, yesterday a little bit, you know, with Vegas, with the year they had last year, you know they had to give the Coach of the Year award to their yeah. coach, but really, I I agreed with you. I, I thought Cassidy, with uh, all the young players, the injuries, and same thing this year, he He's done a masterful job. He really has. Yeah,
0: he's done it again. And not only last um, year they do it, but this year, you look at who's been out of the lineup. It's not just any injuries. Patrice Bergeron, the down chart, your two leaders were out for an extended period of time. You've had McAvoy out for about 20, 25 games or so. Torrey Krug missed the first 10 or 15 games. You had Brandon Carlo out for nine games. Jake DeBrusk was out for a little while. That's a who's who on any team. Sure. Uh, on any injury list for that matter. But uh, Cassie's done a marvelous job. Yes, they had to win some grinders of games uh, during the stretch, during the uh, November-December stretch there without Bergeron. But they're starting to see an uptick in scoring again, and they're starting to get a little more balance on the line. At the same time, I know we're going to discuss this again. I like to see a second or third line upgrade, even though David Back is played. Very well in his 2 games set on the second line, but he also says they need some outside help as well.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what they do with the trade deadline. But, again, I think the other thing, besides just doing the job of what Cassidy's doing, we're not hearing any complaining. Oh, we, you know, we really miss so-and-so. He, he never once uh, in the last two years has mentioned uh, that they miss somebody. I mean, other than the fact that what you'd expect them to say – you know, would be anxious to get so-and-so back you know that kind of talk but no whining and complaining about was short-handed uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do nothing he he just has gone about his job and uh, I, I think he's just done a terrific job and the team has responded to that I think
0: yeah absolutely and I hear no one from none but his players complain about the injuries that they've gone through this year at all at all Yeah. Uh, I It's kind of unrelated, though. We heard about McAvoy uh, being late to team meetings and stuff. I think we talked about this last week, and uh, a report came out on Boston Globe that uh, it actually did happen. But but they're keeping this in-house, and even Bruce Cassidy went on to say he hasn't been late to any film sessions or other team functions. It's just maybe some... um, excuse me, there may be some, like, captain's workouts and stuff like that that he's missed, but you know, and he might be a minute too late on a team bus, but at the same time, uh, they're keeping him in-house. I don't think there's any complaints at all. It's just how they really want to have Charlie McAvoy back in the lineup.
1: The uh, What's the upcoming schedule uh, look like, Tim, as far as, uh, you know, they moved ahead of Buffalo. They've got their eyes on Toronto. They play uh, – Two tough games coming up. I know they play Washington and Toronto. Those are two tough games.
0: Yes, and they're only two points behind uh, Toronto, for that matter. So come Saturday night, that could be a game where uh, they could tie Toronto or even surpass them in the standings, depending on what Toronto, depending on what both teams do, for that matter, Thursday night. And the Bruins, yeah, 13 games in a row they've lost against the Capitals. that end at some point, right?
1: That's the hope, huh? No question about does, that.
0: Yeah. Well, it depends on who starts in that. I don't think, I think, uh, even though Raps have played well, you got to get Jaroslav Halak to start at some point. I think uh, Washington might be the game he starts, and then you get Tuka back on Saturday, and then you look at next week, the final four games before the bye week, four games and six nights, you'll play up the starts there, and then you're off for a week.
1: Yeah, that, I that's a crazy schedule. I I'm not sure whether you like it spread out evenly all year long or whether you get a week where you get a chance to get the guys out of the rink and uh, get them someplace warm or whatever and and uh, and so on I, it's a debate
0: in my mind I guess well the thing after this uh, is, and the burn schedule for that matter I think favors them a little bit at least compared to last year then we have four sets of uh, back-to-back coming out the bye uh, week a couple of them are coming out west and then you have a couple home there as well but at the same time you know I think uh, we're going to, and I, I believe 17 of the last 33 games are against teams currently in the top eight so the boys were a pretty good run but we're really going to see over the next week or two I think what this Burns team is made of now that they'll finally have most of their ideal lineup back with the exception of uh, joki Nordstrom here I think he's would be out uh, until after the bye week after after his injury at the Winter Classic.
1: Yeah, and, you know, he's another one that they, again, young guys that they brought up. They've tried a lot of different guys. Uh, some mm-hmm. seem to have stuck. Uh, I think uh, Heinen certainly looks like he's starting to come around a little bit like they expected him to.
0: Yeah, his first goal in over a month, and they reunited him with uh fourth back of Carl and that little college yeah. hockey line there, and he they got things rolling with that first goal. It would be interesting to see how uh, Donato responds uh, from Tuesday night. He, he was one of the only players who got under 10 minutes of ice time. I think his ice time going into third period was like 4, 20, 30, something like that. So they need to a little more out of him for sure, I and mean, you want to see a little more consistency from the younger guys, but are you going to complain much about what happened last night?
1: No, it was a good game for the Bruins and and maybe relieved a little bit of the pressure on Tuca, you know, two U's, two K's, two points. Uh, We used to say that a lot, and then people have been down on him, but uh, you know, nice shutout. It it really was.
0: Yeah, you could see the guys in front of him really wanting to get that shutout for him. In the third period, they were even blocking shots with the game average, so that's pretty good to see as well.
1: You know, I mentioned it before, but it really is apparent to me as I've listened to the things and watched Twitter and whatever about what the comments are about the Bruins. You know, uh, I didn't mind uh, Claude as a coach, uh, although I I think that he he didn't know what to do with young players, which Cassidy clearly does. And I think, secondly, when he decided to put somebody up on the ninth floor or send them to Providence or whatever – it always felt like a punishment. And I think Cassidy's been able to shorten guys up their ice time on the on the, on a game, uh, put them up on the ninth floor, and it doesn't feel that way. It just feels like this is what he's doing. Maybe he's talked to him before about want you to sit upstairs tonight and get a look at what it looks like, you know, live and so on. It just seems like it's a better atmosphere.
0: Yeah, even though Cassidy isn't afraid to shake up his mind, when. Like- Needed uh, at the same time when he ever he does bench a young guy or two, he's just trying to give him a learning lesson rather than punch and I agree with you on that. But now, close from 10th time uh, was pretty good with young players. You saw Patrice Bergeron just blossom under him. He saw Brad Marsh had blossom true. under him. Even yeah, in, like the first two or three years of David Pasternak, uh, he was patient with them and look where he is now. So. Yes, there were some troubling issues with some of the younger players under close, but at the same time, I, don't, I think that might be a little bit of a stretch given that they had a couple players blossom under him, but I guess you got to take the, the good with the bad under that, right? And you see what he's doing with Montreal this year. I don't think anyone expected him to be even in the playoff picture with that young team. Yes, Here they are, right, with keeping the playoff picture uh, in the wild card race there.
1: Oh, I I think his style, people don't like it—the uh, two way and and forcing the two way and whatever. But the guy knows how to coach, and he and he mm-hmm. knows how to win. It isn't comfortable. It isn't a country club, and people don't no. necessarily like it. But he does know how to win.
0: Yeah, and you have to have those one nothing two one grinders uh, <laughs> well, here and there, especially come playoff time, right? Sure, that's right. All right, well, he's the managing editor of Bruins Daily. Follow him on Twitter, underscore Tim Rosenthal. You can also follow Bruins Daily on Twitter at Bruins Daily. It's featured on Boston.com. Tim, thanks so much for giving us your uh, weekly Bruins update. Really appreciate it. Yeah, man. I'll we'll talk to you guys next week as
1: uh, always. All right, take care.